Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 130 Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in her word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for morning more than those who watch for mourning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with her is great power to redeem. It is she who will redeem Israel from all its iniquities. Ezekiel chapter 33, verses 10 through 16. Now you, mortal, say to the house of Israel, Thus you have said, Our transgressions and our sins weigh upon us, and we waste away because of them. How then can we live? Say to them, As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from their ways and live. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? And you, mortal, say to your people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not save them when they transgress. And as for the wickedness of the wicked, It shall not make them stumble when they turn from their wickedness. And the righteous shall not be able to live by the righteousness when they sin. Though I say to the righteous that they shall surely live, yet if they trust in their righteousness and commit iniquity, none of the righteous deeds shall be remembered. But in the iniquity that they they have committed, they shall die. Again, though I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, yet if they turn from their sin and do what is lawful and right, If the wicked restore the pledge, give back what they have taken by robbery, and walk in the statutes of life, committing no iniquity, they shall surely live, they shall not die. None of the sins that they have committed shall be remembered against them. They have done what is lawful and right, they shall surely live. Revelation chapter 11, verses 15 through 19. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord, and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. Then the twenty-four elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, singing, We give our thanks, Lord God Almighty, who are and who were, for you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath has come, and the time for judging the dead for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and saints, and all who fear your name, both small and great, and for destroying those who destroy the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and the ark of his covenant was seen within his temple, and there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and heavy hail.
morning and welcome to the fourth Friday of Lent. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings uh, come from Psalm 130, Ezekiel 33, and Revelation 11. The um, During Lent, I was actually trying to figure this out, during Lent there's only one selection and for the readings, because everybody should be reading the same thing. As we get into ordinary time, it'll it'll offer two readings, and I typically choose the um, the readings that are not progressive, that are thematic instead of progressive. And I've been trying to figure out like why, <laughs> because yesterday we read from Ezekiel and Revelation, and now we're reading from it again. Um, and I tried to figure out why that was, and I remembered that Lent we all read the same thing. So. Um, Every now and then I just double-check that I'm reading the right thing. As far as I know, I am. Um, but we spoke about prophecy and, and the inconvenience that it that it brings. Um, but it's important to remember um, you know, why uh, the prophets are called to speak and what they're typically asked to say um, and the promise of what it is that, they're, that they, they share with us. And Joe and I, I've, I've mentioned him a couple times, we've read from that book earlier. Um, that's kind of, that's the, the picture of what uh, is desired. Um, in Ezekiel, it's kind of difficult to track, but more or less God is upset and God threatens that, well, you know, it doesn't matter if they do things right after they've done wicked things, they'll stay wicked and they'll surely die. And But then, like, it gets reversed, I don't know, it's hard to track precisely um but in jonah uh the 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 prophet i mean he was reluctant and all that stuff but uh what the prophet does is warn the people typically not always but sometimes it's celebratory Um, but usually their prophecy is a warning and the the people have an or individual depending on what the prophecy is about um, they had the opportunity to repent and do the right thing. And in Jonah, we get a picture of, of what happens when they do. Um, and just like in Jonah, as with this pandemic, if you do the right thing, you won't know that you did. In fact, when you do the right thing, nothing happens. Um, because that's the, very, that's the point of repenting. Averting disaster, usually, is, uh, is what prophecy is, is about. Um, and when the, the Assyrians in Nineveh do that, they live to tell another, you know, for another day. Um, but the, the overall, the overarching kind of point of repenting is to inherit the kingdom of God and to um, be with God in the, in the hereafter. And Revelation this morning gives us a sense of that. Um, it talks about rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints. Um, but the, the thing that stood out to me this morning was, um, for you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath has come in time for judging the dead um, and rewarding the saints and the prophets. Um, there will come a time, um, maybe not in my lifetime or maybe not for many lifetimes to come but as Christians we believe that at some point God will come back in Christ 
and um, and finally uh, make all things right. Um, and when that happens, Revelation is pretty clear, and Christian theology is pretty clear, that the nations just kind of melt away. It doesn't matter if they're good nations, bad nations. The point of nations and kings um, has expired. There's no more reason for them. Um, and I bring this up um, because uh, the in the military we're 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 taught we're conditioned to be very loyal to the Constitution to our our American and democratic ideals, um, and that's all fine and good. Um, but what happens, and what I've experienced sometimes, is when people lose track of the point of democracy and freedom and liberty, um, because they're not ends in themselves. Um, they allow us to pursue the good, but um, the problem is that sometimes we begin worshiping democracy in America itself as opposed to um, appreciating our country and its ideals for what they're there for. Because God, it, God alone is supposed to be worshiped. Um, and I say that sometimes we worship democracy and ideals. Um, that can happen when we get like blindly patriotic and the the idea kind of enters our head that you know my country right or wrong, um, and I think that's a problem. Um, not the least of which because you know God is our 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 end, and everything else is a means. Um, but also because we lose sight that at some point America will end, um, maybe. Maybe not by like invasion, like Rome. Um, maybe not by pandemic. Um, but at some point, America will come to an end. Uh, other countries and nations have. It's not. It's not anything that we did wrong necessarily, but it's going to end. Uh, and so we have to be careful to to temper our loyalty to those lesser things like our country or our ideals or even democracy. Um, that. Uh, when the time comes, uh, whether because of God or because of something else, famine, plague, I don't know, um, when America ends, we should be careful not to, or if we've, if we've been focused on um, God, God's still there, even if America ceases to be. Um, and I think that's a particular challenge because the military is so good at instilling in us these values which are good. Um, and we appreciate the, I don't know, the messenger, so to speak, the, the military and what the military represents in terms of protecting. Um, but the, um, our, our tradition is really clear that our country is not such a big, great deal. God is. And... Um, sometimes our country can fail to serve God. Sometimes it will succeed. Um, um, but to remember that, you know, America is not the thing that ultimately um, we we are about, um, even if it is a good thing. That um, at some point God will um, take his power and begin to reign. Um, and that means all those lesser kings um, uh, lose the power that they have. And I think um, 
the uh, the point of, of prophecy and and uh, of the saints is to remind us that we have a country uh, that is just beyond the horizon that we haven't fully seen yet, even though we're we live and reside and appreciate this one, another one's coming um, that uh, that will be the the perfect embodiment of all those ideals that we cherish. It just won't be America; it'll be something else. Uh, and so I encourage us to um, uh, look forward to that moment when God takes. Uh, great power begins to reign, um, and to remember that that moment is on the horizon, that uh, these uh, lesser secondary loves of ours, like country and democracy and liberty, um, that they are good, but they aren't the good uh, to to take our, our uh, loyalties with a grain of salt and be prepared to let go of them if it means holding on to and embracing God. A prayer for our country from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech you that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of your favor and glad to do your will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people, the multitudes brought hither out of many peoples and languages. Endure, endure with the spirit of wisdom those to who in your name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to your law we may show forth your praise among nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in you to fail. All which we seek through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family.
Semper Familia.